You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, I'm Charles Stanton. I'm on the faculty of the Honors College of UNLV and the Boyd School of Law. Hi, I'm Gabriella Tam. I'm a fourth-year accounting student. And welcome to... Social Justice. Social Justice, a conversation. A conversation. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome back to our program. I'm here with my partner, Gabriella Tam, and uh, we have a few things to talk about tonight. Uh, A very famous philosopher one time said, that the more things change, the more they remain the same. And I think we're obviously seeing that in the Middle East and, you know, the continuation of this uh, horrific situation doesn't seem to be really progressing anywhere. Um, President Biden, you know, has, uh, has uh, you know, visited the Middle East and he's, he's been trying to get uh, humanitarian aid uh, for, uh, you know, uh, the Palestinian people. Uh, and he's trying to also get, you know, involvement from Egypt and uh, a number of the other Arab countries. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully, and hopefully, um, and hopefully that will occur um, because uh, there is a tremendous uh, 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 human suffering problem that exists there. Um, you have a, 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 a tremendous amount of people who are, you know, basically uh, without basic resources, and um, I think I think it's um, uh, incumbent upon the the world, the, the outside world, to, to to try to help these people. Um, as to where the long range solution to this um, problem goes that is the that is the conundrum that uh, continues to uh, c- continues to confound everybody um, you know I mean yeah because especially you have two sides that are very very angry mm. and I, it's gonna be difficult to find a middle ground uh, find a place where they're both satisfied yeah yeah well I think what they need to try to do, is they need to try to bring together all those people of goodwill on both sides mm-hmm. uh, along with all the countries in that region, have all the representatives of each country in that region plus the, rep- plus the, uh, plus the uh, representatives of Israel and the representatives of, of uh, you know, the Palestinian people and there needs to be there needs to be a dialogue between the two sides that not only will address the issues between Israel and the Palestinians, mm-hmm. but that basically the future of the rest of that part of the world. Yeah. Whether this is going to be continuing with the danger now that other countries will get involved in it. Mm-hmm. And see, this is the great fear that you know they've they've been having uh, they've been having uh, 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 
problems in Lebanon, which is a country which, you know, always had a, a, a strong support for the Palestinians yeah. and, 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 and other countries as well. Plus, of course, the, uh, um, the war now is threatening uh, the attempt to normalize relations between Israel and the rest of the Arab nations. Mm -hmm. uh, it was always the idea, I think, on the part of uh, President Biden and uh, people in his administration that they could uh, broker a peace agreement uh, between Israel and Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. uh, in which in which there there would be an acknowledgement of uh, uh, Israel from the Saudis, and the United States would work uh, co work collaboratively with Saudi Arabia. Um, I think now that's going to be very very difficult. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was talking to a friend of my mine the other night, and he said the hidden player in all this is Iran, mm -hmm. that, that all of these countries um, uh, in the Middle East who are, uh, uh, you know, um, who could be disposed to normalizing relations with Israel um, have to worry about what the reaction of Iran is going to be. Yeah. Because Iran, Iran is, is not um, um, in any way inclined to uh, you know, normalize with Israel, and and uh, Israel is not really ready to normalize with Iran. But mm -hmm. Iran's behind the scenes, you know, basically, in a sense, uh, uh, sort of moving the pieces around on the board. Yeah. Uh, now, what what the United States can do there, um, I really don't know. I mean, there's been so many different iterations of this conflict mm -hmm. that, you know, I was watching the other night a movie called Black Sunday, and it was about uh, these people who were going to attack the Super Bowl. Oh. But, but what was fascinating about it was you could actually move that ahead to, 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 to today, and that was like 50 years ago. Really? And it's the same thing going on. It's like the same issues, the same the same hate, the same discord, the same, mm -hmm. you know, ideologies. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do and, and, and you could talk about this a little bit because we've talked about it in the class. In all these in all these conflicts, the dehumanization. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So You know. No, I like I've seen like stuff on like social media and the way that like news outlets are mm. like news outlets here are portraying this whole thing. They're just dehumanizing like Palestinian Palestinians, like to be honest. And mm. just they like I saw a clip of like Anderson Cooper. He said something about like like all these civilian like lives and then he took out he was like oh sorry i meant like and he took out like civilians and he just it was weird mm. well i think i think it i think it i think it's both unfortunately yeah i think that there's there is um there's a segment of people who will will will, will blame the palestinian cause there's a segment of people that will will blame the israeli cause mm -hmm. in the case in the case of israel of course um 
there's a there's unfortunately has always been I guess historically speaking a bunch of people who you know are anti-Semitic yeah and 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 and, and that's not going to change yeah so so when any of these things happen um, obviously we know who the villain is and who the hero is mm-hmm. but but I think I think at this point. It's we've got difficult. We've got to move beyond that. Yeah, you know. In other words, we can't be going back to the history, and you know, we have to deal with what is actually actually happening today. Mm-hmm. What can we do as a nation, and what can world leaders do to get this thing resolved? And you know, what what? And I'm a funny person in that way. I mean, I I understand the history and all the rest of those things. Yeah, but at a certain point. You can't keep looking backward. You got to look forward. You got to say, "Listen, these things have happened. There was the invasion. There was the hospital bombing. There was all these things." But what are we going to do to restore normalcy in the in, in the area? That's true. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I don't know if there's the really the appetite to do it. Um, it it's interesting to me that you know um, a lot of the Arab nations who. Um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, have had strange relations with Israel, mm-hmm. but particularly, particularly the oil-producing nations. Yeah, they could have gone into the they could have gone into the West Bank and Gaza, and used a lot of their resources to to to, to try to make the place more habitable. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Saudis have tons of money. All all these countries do. Wait, you're actually kind of right about that. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah, I mean, you figure out like uh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They make tens of billions of dollars. Yeah. With, with with the oil with the oil money, so you figure like maybe if they took ten percent of that money, went into Gaza, and collaboratively worked with 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 the aid organizations, the humanitarian organizations. Even even the United States and Israel, mm-hmm. where everybody could come together and say, "This is you know, we need to we need to uh, you know improve the lives of these people." Yeah, and I think if 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 these people saw that, if these people saw that that there was that that interest and and energy, mm-hmm. I think that would do a lot to diffuse the terrorism and the hatred, especially like if you had people like. That you always considered your enemy, uh-huh. and they came into a place uh, like that. You know, you consider them to be against you, and they said, "Well, you know, we could fix this, or we could do this, or we could make this better." Mm-hmm. I think it would be, it'd be very important, especially a country like Israel, which is very technologically savvy. Um, they're big in the drug industry and everything, mm-hmm. and a lot of good could be done. No, and yeah, wa- and once and once and once the people. And once the people started to work together, uh, you could have hope for some kind of, 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 of a future. Because the way things are now, basically, e- each, each group is basically in their own fiefdom. And nobody ventures out of it, you know. They, they everybody's in their own uh, they, to use the word that's become very common, silo. Today, everybody's in their own <laughs> silo. Yeah. But. but the ultimate, the ultimate uh, 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 move for peace has to come through communication. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, there's a, there's like so many things. Like, I mean, look at our own country now. Look at our own country. We had we had the uh, 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 
the history of slavery and mm-hmm. and, and the you know the uh, uh, mistreatment of people of color and and, and the mistreatment of the, the American Indian and, mm-hmm. and all those different things which we which we uh, should justly be ashamed of but but now through a lot of programs that have been developed through affirmative action through uh, you know trying to uh, uh, encourage and enhance the opportunities for mm-hmm. people of color and and, 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 and and level the playing field academically and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and otherwise I think that's done a, a good a good deal uh, to help um, the amount of uh, 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 um, respect between people yeah I agree and 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 the ability for people to work together I think one of the most important things in our country that I think is an essential is the fact that we encourage diversity yeah I think that is really important I think it's important first of all it's important because obviously every segment of our society every race ethnicity should have the equal opportunity to yeah, of course. You know, have higher education, but 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 even more than that, it's the it's the interactions between, in, in, say, in our university, students, mm-hmm. uh, people who maybe never, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, hung around with people of color or hung around with Asian people or hold, hold, oh, yeah. Yeah, hung around with Indian people, and now, of course, because you know you're in the same class with them, you get to know them, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's tremendously important. It is. I agree. Yeah. yeah you know. No, because you like there are people, like in America, who don't get like the same benefit of like mm-hmm. di- like growing. Like I grew up in a uh, like my classroom when I was in high school is very diverse. We were like known as like the most diverse class. Mm-hmm. So. I did have the benefit of like growing up with like mm-hmm. people who didn't look like me and stuff. And I do think that's like a reason why I care so much about like different like other like other people of color, right? Cuz like I would like see a person like, "Oh, like they're like my friend." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um yeah. and then like also like going to UNLV, like UNLV is I believe like one of our like main point is like oh we're the most diverse like mm-hmm. university right yeah so yeah i think students here like do have a big benefit of coming here yeah yeah no absolutely i mean i think the reason why a lot of these racial tropes and all the stuff perpetuated for so long was the fact that there wasn't that interaction yeah you know back when you had um the big crisis over busing, and busing was one of the ways whereby uh, people of color got to go to school with white children. Mm. Because even after Brown v. Board of Education in mm-hmm. 1954, education was still highly segregated. Yeah, and um, it was only through through you know busing to a degree, and also through the Kennedy administration and mm-hmm. what they did trying to get you know black students admitted at University of Mississippi and in other places. Yeah. But it, it is it is the idea it is the idea that all people are equal. Mm-hmm. And when you interact with people, when you have classmates and you, you get to know people who uh, 
even though they may be different ethnically, they may have some of the same experiences that you have. Yeah. So you can identify with that and you say, wow, you know, that, that happened to me. You know, different things that are commonalities yeah. between people. And uh, what's a shame in our country to a degree is that there's a lot of people who, I don't know whether the it, whether it's it's just racism or it's stupidity <laughs> or it's or it's I don't know what to say about it, but they want to go backward. Yeah, they, they want to take the clock back and say, you know, we we like we're going to take the books out of the libraries. Uh, we don't want uh, we don't you know, this all this canc- cancel culture stuff and everything. Yeah, but when you get when you get right down to it, the history of the country has already been written. Mm-hmm. You can't deny it. You can't go back in time. Yeah, you can't You can't say, well, you know, the slaves, there was no slavery, there was no prejudice, there was no this. Well, it was there. Yeah. But the, 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 reason, the reason that you educate people, the reason you educate people, and, and this is the thing that I think, I think progressives need to stress more that they mm-hmm. don't stress. And, and, I, and I, always, I always try to stress it. You teach not to make anybody ashamed. Mm-hmm. That's not why you're teaching. Yeah. It's not to say, well, you were bad, you were evil, because these are young people. They had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. The reason that you teach, the reason that you want to learn is to create a world where those things don't happen again. Yeah, exactly. That you learn from your, the mistakes that you made as a nation and you know the things that you went through and the things that people were deprived of. Mm-hmm. That now that you you realize that now you say well we 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 did wrong we made mistakes but we're gonna make the country we're gonna make the country better yeah we're gonna make the country better we're gonna make uh uh, uh the the we're gonna make sure it doesn't happen again and to make sure it doesn't happen again and I, it always amazes me and I and I and I think I mentioned this and and when I teach and I always say this that people want to remove diversity, inclusion, and equity. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, well, how do you remove diversity? When we have probably on this campus, the representatives of like 80 countries, mm-hmm. every state, every yeah. ethnicity, every gender, etc. It's like denying that the sun is out today. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, it's, there's like a denialism. So mm-hmm. that's one, that's one uh, uh, aspect of it. The second thing that they want to get rid of is equity. Well, equity in the dictionary is defined as fairness. Mm-hmm. So if we're all Americans, if that's, that's our aim, that we all t- are together as Americans, we should be fair to everybody. Yeah. The fact that a person doesn't look the same as we look shouldn't, put, shouldn't allow them to be, to be mistreated. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is inclusion. Well, inclusion is the heart of any successful, not just country, even business community, is that you bring people into the fold and you use their talents and abilities to make things better for everybody. And you know what, what always strikes me as really crazy is America has this enormous brain power storage. We have people from every every walk of life and from every nation. Mm -hmm. And we have, we not just have their intelligence, we have their experiences. We have their cultures Mm -hmm. all coming over here to be part of our nation. Mm -hmm. And people should see that 
as this tremendous gift that we've been given. Yeah. That as the United States of America, it's also the United States of the world because we're bringing all these people in. They come from China. They come from Japan. They come from India. They come from Africa, and they all have their talents. Mm -hmm. And they're bringing them here. Why? Because they believe the United States can it, help them. Can help. That it's the hope. It's the been the hope for so many people. Yeah, I mean, we literally have the American, like it's the American dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that brings so much hope to people that they can live a better life. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And it, it's it's funny how the people that oppose that, in so many ways, don't realize they're limiting what America can be mm -hmm. because they want to exclude all these people. But you grow, you grow. Not just through diversity of of ethnicity, but you grow through diversity of opinion. Mm -hmm. That you could have a nation of just one subset of people that were doing the same thing for so many years. They never really, basically, wanted to change that. And then people come from other lands. Yeah. And we don't also understand or appreciate so many of our people that come here have come from not only deprivation, they've come from tyranny, mm -hmm. they've come from anti-democracy, they've come from all these different countries yeah. where the things that we take for granted as people were not available there. And 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 we should be so happy that they have these people have shown their faith in us yeah. that they would come here because they know that what where they were living was not a healthy way to live. Mm -hmm. That their voice, their their it didn't expression. matter. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, and I think I think that if we can if we continue to believe in our principles, mm -hmm. that will continue. But we have to continue to believe in that. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you know, it doesn't mean like that we're not going to make mistakes or we're not going to do things that are wrong. Because uh, governments and people will always do that. Yeah. But it's our intention, though. Mm -hmm. What is our intention? Our intention has to be that we want to reach out to people. Yeah. Uh, and, on an, and also on an individual level, mm -hmm. you know, as vis-a-vis as -vis, um, our, personal, our personal life, our personal life vis-a-vis reaching out to help other people to to reach out to the homeless to reach out to do mm -hmm. whatever even little thing that we can do to be kind yeah. i think it's kindness compassion mm -hmm. um, we have a i feel like like recently like there's mm -hmm. not a lot of people that are kind nowadays why do you think that is mm -hmm. i think maybe people feel like their kindness is taken for granted and they're like i don't want to i don't want to be a nice person anymore like mm. i don't want to be taken advantage of mm. but it's lack of trust yeah lack of trust and then i feel like there are a lot of people that are very transactional if that mm -hmm. makes sense yeah sure like they believe like okay like i'm gonna be kind to them then something good has to happen to me yeah. and then something bad happens to them and then they're like I don't want to be kind anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think you hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> I really do. I, I think that people don't understand about what goodness and kindness are. Yeah. You don't, you don't do an act of goodness or an act of humanity or an act of compassion because of what somebody will give you back yeah you do those acts because 
of what doing doing for that person will give to you mm-hmm. inside of yourself. Yeah. The satisfaction that you helped somebody, that you took care of somebody, that you looked out for a person that was less fortunate than you are. Yeah. And what you say about transactional behavior is is very true because we have transactional behavior and then we have a society in many ways that's indifferent. Yeah. We see a lot of stuff but we we don't just really, turn our, turn we our just heads. turn our heads. And then the other thing is that so much of our society revolves around me. Yeah, it's very me, 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 it's me. It's what I want, my needs, mm-hmm. etc. And we have a lot of people like that. It's sad. And I wonder, you know, I think in in, in some ways, although I'm not going to say that that's the entire reason, mm-hmm. I think social media, in a sense, can lead to that. I agree. I do agree with that, yeah. You know, I think what's happened is Social media is interesting. The, the the you know the internet and all those things are interesting, yeah. because in a one in a one sense you know if you're if if you're an influencer or a person like that you know doing that kind of work, uh, you know okay. In a sense, you reach out to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but who follow what you say, which yeah. of course raises the issue of being responsible. Yeah, that's another issue. That, yep. that's, uh, that's yeah, that's subject a, for another show. But, yep. <laughs> but but the other thing, the other thing about it that I was thinking about was, in a sense, in a lot of ways, all these modernizations, in a sense, create a false intimacy. Oh, hundred percent. You know, like when I was when I was growing up. Uh, and the computer was just in its infancy as a as, as a as a, <laughs> uh-huh. as a as a as a tool. I used to use the phone. Mm-hmm. Now, even today, as you can attest, I still use the phone. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, you know, you have to email and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But there is something to be said for people talking to one another vis a vis person to person. Yeah, that it's not just you know. We tap your fingers, <laughs> message, then uh-huh. you get a message, then they get a message, you know. Uh, I, I, I think that's important, you know. I think that's important. One thing I wanted to, one thing I wanted to kind of try to introduce to the show, you know, and, and you know, uh, taking a look at the world and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, all the things that are going on that are, that are, that are bad, um, that there's a lot of good yeah. out there. And that um, there's a there's a, 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 a I guess a saying or a prayer in in, in Jewish that really uh, that really uh, sort of t- uh, sort of exemplifies that when a person has died, um, people say, um, "May their memory be a blessing." Oh. So, in other words, may their memory be a blessing, meaning, let us remember all the good that they had done, mm-hmm. and try to learn from that. And try to do as they would do when they oh, were yeah. here. Yeah, I think that's I think that's important. That is important. I you feel know? like we as like people as well have a tendency to look at the bad things. Like, if, yeah. like even if we're like talking to people, we always point out the bad things. Yeah, when, yeah. If we point out the good things, like I'm taking a, a science of happiness class. Oh. <laughs> um, no, mm. like we like say like if we talk about good things and stuff that brings us 
a better sense of well-being. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Our life, our life improves. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely right. Well, listen, it's been as as always a great pleasure to uh, work with you on this show, and mm-hmm. uh, we hope all you out there uh, uh, received uh, all the goodness and warmth that we desire to bring every broadcast to you. Yep. And we uh, we look forward to uh, speaking to you again next week. Yep. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us at TAMG1, that is T-A-M-G-1, at unlv.nevada.edu, or to contact Professor Charles Stanton at charles.stanton at unlv.edu. See, See you, you next time. time.